we're now joined by psychologist Sarah Chepwin. Um, hello, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Hopefully not burnt out. No, well, I tell you what, we have been absolutely flabbergasted at the number of calls and texts we've got in. And we knew burnout was a big thing, but it's, uh, I guess there's all the permeate, you know, the ramifications of it and what's the yeah. biggest contributor. Sarah, yeah. I'm going to ask you this. Yes. A sort of a, what's your heart tell you? Is the biggest contributor to burnout, is it work or is it just life? Oh, look, probably I would say just life, of which work is a part. Right. Uh, so there are so many stresses and strains and challenges, not not all of them negative people, as they go through the life lifespan. Um, you know, relationships, family um, interactions, employment situations, a whole lot of things that people have to navigate. And sometimes when you have depleted internal resources and perhaps depleted um, support and external resources, which are, you know, support people and buffer and all the rest of it. Sometimes all of this just gets too much and you experience burnout. So I would probably, my heart says life. Mm. Sarah, obviously you would have helped a lot of people in your mm. profession. Do you think that sometimes, for example, that people go, well, if I change a job, that'll fix everything? Yeah, I think people see that sometimes as a broad brush stroke. Um, you know, and, and a quick fix. Yeah. So if I get rid of this, if I change this one thing, everything's going to come right. But that's seldom the way it goes because things are interconnected. There's often not just one issue in one area of our lives. Things feed into other areas and there's a multiplicity of factors that come into account. So, you know, there might be a little bit of stress in the workplace um, coupled with a little bit of stress in relationship, coupled with, you know, financial mm. problems. And so changing one thing doesn't necessarily mean that everything's going to come right. And of course, sometimes it does, but it takes time. And often people aren't patient enough because they're burnt out. They want it to happen quickly. They want to be out of that place. Mm. Um, but I mean, you know, you've got to give the process time and you've got to stick with the process. Sarah, this is a bit unfair to do to you, but in the interest of time, what would you consider to be three of your top tips to avoid or mitigate burnout? Top tip would be exercise. You know, you've got to get those endorphins flowing. You've actually got to to get out there, get amongst it, and have that that out time. So exercise is a great one. I would say communicating, communication. Mm -hmm. If you keep everything and all your stresses and strains, you know, in, in within you, bottled up, there's going to be a pop effect sometimes. Yeah. Things are going to crash and burn. So exercise, communication, and I would say. You know, trying to foster support and positive relationships in your world because relationships are so important mm. and that feeds into communication. And then exercise is that lovely thing that just gives us an out, that just gives us a way of debriefing and, and starts all that physiological, hormonal stuff that's very positive happening. So exercise, pathways of communication being open and positive, supportive relationships. Top three, guys. Easy. Very, very good. One quick mm -hmm. thing. We had a number of texters uh, and a good number saying for them they'd been sobbing in their car. One tradie texted and he said mm. it was just saying no. He just could not say no to people and he was suddenly overwhelmed. Is mm. it hard to say no and what? how do people say no? Oh, listen, you have to learn to say no. I mean, I totally appreciate that because, you know, COVID time, People were, you know, making demands and, you know, I felt overwhelmed and I'm a yeah. freaking psychologist. Yeah. So you, you, you yeah. do have to learn to say no, but you can say it in such a way that you are, you are positive, you are sympathetic and you can actually, you know, either 
redirect people so that they have another option that isn't just you. And again, communicate with them. Allow people to know that you are human and you need downtime and you need support. So there is a way of communicating a no that yep. people really, you know, that is tangible to people mm. and that works for them. It's yeah. all about the way you communicate and taking a positive line with that. That is Very brilliant. Good. Sarah uh, is with MindWorks. Really appreciate your time, Sarah. Thanks Thank so you, much. Sarah. It is my pleasure. And look after yourself, guys, because I'd miss you if you weren't around. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you. And us too. That's Sarah Chetwin, psychologist. Three minutes away from two. Hey, we've got to leave it there, but thank you very much for all the Mm. wonderful phone calls and texts and just the heartfelt messages.